You're listening to The Money Doctor Show, where we talk about everything it takes to keep your money healthy and you happy. You're listening to the founder, Mildred Dillon, CPA, also known as your financial physician. I'm so excited to be sharing my thoughts about diet and exercise. And of course, we need to be doing that with our physical health, but we're talking financial health here. I am your financial physician. And so we're going to have that same focus on financial diet and financial exercise. On this episode, I've got to do a little cleanup on aisle four. Maybe not that bad, but I did open up a little can of worms on my last episode and then I took off. (laughs) Make it a great day, especially for your money. Anyway, yeah, I wanted to come back and talk a little bit more about this overpayment concept for all of my... um, friends out there who work jobs because it's it, it matters it's important you know statistics show that just a couple hundred extra dollars a month could save people's houses could you know help them keep their cars definitely could maybe keep preserve their credit I know what it's like to have more month than money trust me if you've been following me at all you already know that so no judgment here but that's what they say and an unbelievably ridiculously low amount of money could have made all the difference and a lot of times that's I don't want to say almost exactly but it's definitely within the range of what I see W-2 workers not bringing home. Meaning, as I said in the previous podcast, you've worked the the hours, you've, you know, gone in, you've put the time in, you've earned a certain amount of money. But due to the tax laws, which say, state, that the employer has to withhold a portion of your earnings and, and send in your taxes on your behalf, You know what I say, don't do me no favors. (laughs) We got this over here. But that's what's happening, literally, with that pay stub. And so depending on what your answers were when you got hired, that's how a lot of that gets calculated. Not all, but a big portion of it. Specifically, the boxes that say withholding, federal, and then if you're one of those folks that, you know, like a lot of our states have state income tax as well, then you've got two numbers that say withholding. And then believe it or not, I actually do taxes for people who have to pay local taxes as well. So that's three different entities. The money's actually technically withheld. And so it's sitting in your employer's bank account until they officially you know, depending on the size of their company and how much their payroll, they've either got a few days to, you know, turn those funds over, or it could be literally the next month. And then here you are needing that money for what I said earlier to just make ends meet and keep things going. And because of your classification as an employee, you don't have control of it all. So obviously, we want you classified properly. If you heard the previous podcast, I was very, very clear about just mis- misclassification is a big deal. If you're an employee, you need to be treated as such, you know, for tax purposes, for payment, pay purposes, for paying purposes. 
And then for the 1099 folks who I'll devote another podcast to, then that just means you got all of what you earned. Now we need to get serious with tax planning, but just to put some accounting systems in place so that we can do the work or actually technology does. (laughs) Hello. Do the work of showing the government, hey, I know my 1099 said six figures. Remember my tale of the one client? That's what the 1099 said. But because of all the things I have to pay out of pocket and have to pay to make this money, then technically I should only be taxed on 50 or 40, maybe less than that. That's what we're talking about when we say being able to control your money. And that's why I love all these years of being self-employed. I'll be honest, I didn't understand all this stuff the first year I did my own taxes by hand. Yes, I just aged myself again. (laughs) This was in the 90s. I will tell you, I didn't understand all of the details either because I became a CPA a few years after that. So I actually was the real estate agent, then broker, then a CPA in that order. But all of it's entrepreneur, all of it's working for myself, all of it's 100% you know, responsible for my money. The thing is, yes, you get to control that amount of money all year long. And look, us together, you, me, team, the whole concept, (laughs) together, everyone achieves more. We can take that six figures and really put it to work in the different areas that we need to. And of course, I already said your business is an investment, but what if you want to do some additional investing, you know, in some retirement plans, maybe provide benefits for yourself or for your employees. We can do all those things easier if you're a 1099 versus if you're a W-2 employee with a side hustle, not saying it's, you know, not possible at all. It's just a lot harder because the bulk of your money is classified that way. All right. So I did want to come back and just clarify that. So what do we do about it? Well, I got some good news. (laughs) If you're one of those people that gets the refunds, meaning you're overpaying, that's my favorite place to find extra money is in the taxes. When I sit down with a client or a family or a couple and look at their tax returns, I can tell you, matter of fact, I tell them how much money got left on the table and then what we can do about it. In most cases, those refunds come from overpayments and you not bringing home enough. And that's why people are living broke all year because those withholdings need to be adjusted. So this is a good time because the forms changed as well for the W-4, which is the form that you fill out when you get uh, hired. You can go now and make some adjustments. They've got a, some ways for you to kind of get a get closer to that number. And um, you can go to the IRS website. Matter of fact, I'll put that link. I'll put the link to the IRS website for the W-4 so you can take a look at it and go see if it's something that you need to speak with HR about. And of course, if you're not an employee, you don't have that luxury, look, or penalty, however you want to look at it. Again, you already see that if you're 1099, I know we can do some things with that, especially if we can you know, be proactive, as I said before. So, so I hope this podcast kind of uh, alerted you, opened your eyes, made you maybe go check, especially if you're behind on taxes, just go get all the, the documents from previous years and you'll be able to um, quickly see what I'm saying. Because. got any questions 
I'm going to be putting these out every Wednesday for now. Uh, So far, so good. Kind of a what's up with your money Wednesday check-in. And so if you do need to reach out to us in between, you can find me on social at Instagram at yourmoneydr on Instagram. That's the handle. And then our Facebook page, you can actually send us a message from right there. It's The Money Doctor, all spelled out on Facebook. And lastly, subscribe to the channel if you're enjoying these. I'm starting to really look at my numbers and it's helpful to know who's out there listening and wants more of this content. Okay, I'm going to sign off and say make it a great day, especially for your money. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.